Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. You found a hundred quid driving yeah. to the studio? Yeah. What was that? No, I, found, I, found, I find. Oh, you're fine? Yeah. How? <sighs> Typical. Low emissions in. Forgot the pet. What, you les? Yeah. You wally. Yeah. And then went to Ikea um, last Saturday. Yeah. Same thing, forgot the pet. <laughs> Mate, I... I, <laughs> I swear. You wally. Well, but let me tell yeah. you, yeah, th- th- is that two finds? Yeah. I've just got two fines. So mine, right, last week, um, I don't know when I did it, but I I, I was doing, uh, so on the M- M11, yeah. I was doing 90. Yeah. And and one of the, I, I'd seen this bugger. Yeah. He's a police officer standing up on the bridge and I saw him, he's holding the, the manual thing. Yeah. I swear, can you even do that? Are you allowed to do that? Yeah. What bastards? I have to drop that. Yeah. Like I thought, you know, when you're dis- when you're trying to capture people, there should be clear like signage. There's no signage. You yeah. can't just stand on a bridge and think, oh, which bugger should oh, I yeah. get today? Oh, yeah. I wanted time. to, honestly, I wanted to rip him down yeah. <laughs> somehow, bring him down from that bridge. Yeah, yeah I so I've got to find there. And then the other day, I forgot, I do it all the time. I got this local, um, you know, like uh, shopping centre near me. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they picks you up when you go in uh, in terms of on the camera. Anyway, yeah. I always pay it. And I, one random day, I've forgotten to bloody pay it. I've got two fines in the space of a week or yeah, so. It's a nightmare. It is. I did. I've get all the. I'm getting all the parking fines now from this private company. Oh, are you pay, you're not going to pay that. Are you? <sighs> well, they're just wasting their time. I mean, talk about these environmentalists sitting on the M25. These boys oh, yeah. just burning paper in my windscreen every day. <laughs> 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 all right, mate. All right, let's let's let, let before we go into because uh, all right, higher time frames. This podcast we're talking about the benefits of trading higher time frames. Yeah. Or why the importance of higher time frames. And the importance of paying a ULEZ. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, look, at the end of the day, obviously we'll we'll take a look at some chart examples in a moment, but higher time frames, the end of the day, cutting out all the noise. Yeah. Big institutions are, they're not looking at five minute charts, one minute charts, one hour charts. They're looking at the higher time frames. Yeah. Some of them don't even look at charts in terms of, Getting ideas. Yeah, true. You know, their ideas don't come from the charts. Well, they no, come they come from fundamentals, yeah. you know, their, their view on the And markets. then they're just clicking a chart for a bit of timing. Yeah, exactly. You know. But they will look, when they do look for timing, they're, they're on a higher time frame. Yeah. They look at look at, looking at all the noise. Yeah. Unless you're a sales trader on very small intraday moves, mm. you, you know, we're not going to be interested in five-minute charts. No. Like this. this yeah, let's perfect, take a look at this, this for example. example. Bit so Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Doesn't matter what the asset is, just, you know. So Bitcoin here, right? Look, uh, let's remove this. We're, it, it's deceiving, right? On this five minutes, it's like, oh, wow, some amazing yeah. bullish momentum here coming into play for Bitcoin. But even even just for context, we'll remove that it's Bitcoin. And Go just, on. It could be okay, anything. anything. You know? anything. Because everybody's going to think, oh, well, you know, Bitcoin was in structural decline. True, but true. Let's just take that it was a random stock or an asset. So on a five minute, this is pushing quite aggressively to the upside, it looks like, anyway, you know, through the lower time frame. And you would think to yourself when it breaks out of this wedge, that it's going to be a perfect opportunity now to start buying. Mm. You start buying, you come up a bit and then you realize it starts going against you hits your stop loss keeps moving lower you start buying in again yeah and and the thing is yeah. uh, and it's it's very easy to get if if you start dropping down to those time times time frames of course you get you're getting sucked into a lot of the noise and yeah. then you don't realize as well that you're counter trend trading you haven't looked at a higher time frame to see what ultimately the trend is yeah that's what we're, you know the higher time frame gives us an un- understanding of where the market's trending right yeah exactly whereas if you if you go out to the monthly view here or the weekly yeah, let's, let's click on the monthly now yeah so now you can see that this is really trending to the downside. Largely to the downside. So if you knew that, then you could go back into the five minute and know that you're going to take everything short. Exactly. So if you start at the top, look at it from a monthly view or a weekly view, 
then go into a daily view, maybe a four-hour view, and just see where the trend really is. It shouldn't be too hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Then you can go into those five-minute charts and start using that for execution purposes and really seeing, well, it, are we going to be selling at this level or that level? And you can pick your levels out on the weekly and the monthly chart. Mm-hmm. And then you, whenever on the five-minute chart, you can really dial into those levels. Yeah, definitely. And start taking the shorts or I the longs. True. Yeah, that's true. Uh, now, um, I know you said earlier, which is fine, you, you have reason to. You know, when we speak about the dollar and our we, we're looking at certain candlesticks, yeah, right. Obviously, at the end of the day, we don't just go, okay, this candlestick. Now we're we're going to be in a in a bearish trend, or, yeah. or the, we're seeing a change in momentum. We look for a number of reasons before we take trades. Yeah. You know, for me, obviously, as I say, it's always at least three. Yeah. Now, candlesticks here, just as an example, this this asset again, we're using Bitcoin, but as a reminder, could be used across any asset classes. Like for me, like here, this was I think this was November twenty twenty one. Yeah, November twenty twenty one. We already had like this big sell zone, right? Where we topped out here in April 2021. So this is already a zone where we notice sellers coming in in this psychological 60K region, 60, 65K. So then the price obviously picked up some momentum and we ran into it again. And on the monthly, we formed this, you know, what I like to call evening star, you know, a yeah. bit of reversal candlestick. One. Two, we came into this big supply zone anyway, this yeah. big sell area. So, you know, on the higher time frame here, we've got a number of confluences, potentially that we're going to see a shift in momentum. And obviously, you know, that was validated the following month with that bearish closure yeah. there. But then, you know, where the lower time frames come into play, for me, I'll then, you know, after looking at this on a monthly, see where we're at on the weekly, daily. But then for me, I'm looking at four, four hour entries. Yeah. You know, typically on a, on a swing trade. Yeah. Okay. On a swing trade. I'm not trading like that at the moment. But um, when the market conditions did suit me, that's how I trade, you know, dropping down yeah. to four hours. Because if yeah. you're looking at that on a week, on a monthly chart, trying to gauge an entry, there's... Yeah. Oh, no. going to be it's going to be difficult. It's going to be tough. You're going to have a very big stop. Whereas if you go into that four hour chart, as you say, you can really narrow that stop loss in. But then we we spoke before actually. We did a podcast on position trading versus day trading. Obviously, yep. your style is more position trade because you will hold for weeks for months. Yeah. And just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice: at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just two hundred dollars and start trading with Pepperstone, and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Now, obviously, you said you would need a big stop loss, but we can, you can trade like that. You yeah. can trade like that. Obviously, you're going to need much smaller, you know, small, smaller trade size yep. um, to accommodate. But you can trade like that. Set, set, like here, for example, if you were to trade Bitcoin, you know, and you're looking for entries like there, at 57k after this bearish closure, you, you know, you could have a big stop loss above this wick here at 70k, and then, but if the risk reward makes sense and you run down to like 30k or whatever, then it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You know, um, but yeah, it, yeah, it just depends what way you're going to move it. You know, if you if you do want to have that big stop loss, that that's entirely fine as long as you're not putting like, you know, a fifty point stop loss on to get a fifty point, yeah, you know, win out of it for a one to one. You're not going to do that. Mm. You obviously want to want it to be a fifty point stop loss at least a hundred or a hundred and fifty to the upside. So, as long as everything measures out fine, that's all right. Whereas you could go into the four hour chart, like you do, or even tighter, and maybe even just keep that a much smaller and tighter stop loss. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. mate. Um, just want to see. Yeah, so just trying to just want to get this up on a daily where that fell in November. Um, you don't, so you won't. Well, how do you how do you trade then with, with your options? So, because I trade with options, basically what I would do is let's just say the prices, what prices are we out there on the 
on the screen, just for reference for everybody. What, Bitcoin right now? Yeah, just, no, just there on the screen. Oh, here, say about 60K, yeah, 60K. 60K. We'll just call it 60. Yeah. So what I would do there, if I was looking to go short, yeah. I would buy a 60 put, and that means I would buy a contract for a 60 put, and that means that on whenever anything's below 60, whenever price is below yeah, 60, you're a profit. I'm making profit. Now, that costs me money to buy that contract, so mm. let's just say that costs me $10 to buy. Mm. Do the multiplier by 100 and all the rest, but we'll just leave it at $10 for now. That cost me $10. That means that the most I can lose in this is $10. Mm-hmm. If it goes to 100 200 500 I'll still only lose $10. My break-even then is the 60 minus the 10 which is 50 And then everything after that is just profit. Mm-hmm. So that's how I make money. So mm-hmm. that's why, for me, the entry... I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but it can be a bit more rough and ready. Yeah, you know my entry could makes be sixty, sense. sixty-three, sixty-two. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it makes sense. The price of the um, the price of the option sometimes mightn't change as much. Mm-hmm. It can get very complicated, especially if you go further out of the money in the money, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But that's why for me it doesn't really matter too much. Mm-hmm. Definitely, what price it is. And I think yeah, agreed. And just going back to this, and now you can see obviously on the higher time frame we saw. Um, you know, signs of reversal, as I explained, I saw that candlestick and I saw we ran into this big supply area and eventually we sort of broke out and retested this supply area. We're sort of consolidating, formed like this sort of pennant structure, triangle structure, big selling. And then again, look, we could mark up like a little pennant there, big selling, flag, sell. And then we just consolidate for a little while and then we sold. And this is where, I mean, the trend is your friend. Like, don't forget, guys, if you're trading, if people trying to scalp like freaking limitless <laughs> Brad Cooper, yeah. if you're trying to scalp, don't, don't get too caught up, you know, in that noise. Look at the higher time frame because exactly. the trend seriously is your friend. At some point or another, when you're trading on that lower time frame, say for example, you're, you're buying Bitcoin in, in some of this mess, right? On a five minute chart. Yeah. At some point, you're going to see a big red, red rarish candlestick and you're going to think, oh my goodness, why has that just happened? Yeah. Well, because look at the trend. Yeah. The ultimate trend. Just scroll out and you'll find it. Yeah. It's not, it's not difficult to see. And especially even if you look at this sort of channel you have drawn up, mm. there was a lovely retest just of the bottom, yeah. bottom of yeah, it there, yeah, and then just moves down. I mean, it's, it's not difficult it's just to go with the trend. It's not. It's not. It's if you're going with the trend, you've now got fifty percent of the odds in your favour. Yeah, yeah, literally yeah, you see it like that. Yeah, if definitely. you're going with, if you're going with the trend, you know, imagine you were at a football match, right? Forget about odds and all the rest. Imagine you were mm. at a football match and you had to make a bet. Liverpool Arsenal playing, right? Mm-hmm. Liverpool are two 0 up at half time. Who would you bet on to win the match? Well, Liverpool. You're obviously going to bet on Liverpool. I'm an Arsenal fan now. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to bet on Liverpool, right? Yeah, yeah. At least, at the bare minimum, five times out of ten, you're going to be right. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I mean, they're not going to come back and win. You might get better odds, fair enough, on Arsenal. But mm. on charts, you're not going to get better odds. No, you're not. Because exactly. it's only going to move where it moves. True. So True. just go with the trend. True. Agreed. If it's moving down, take the short. If it's moving up, take the long. Mm. Just be patient for your entry, though. Mm. And just remember that it does have to come down sometime for your entry, and don't confuse the opposite move for a reversal in price action. All it is is just an opportunity for you to get involved. So if we look at whenever price just came up to touch this uh, lower band of the mm-hmm. channel, mm-hmm. you just could have got involved there. A lot of people so maybe true. would have thought there was a bit of support being built. Maybe not. No. Yep. Just there. Yeah. Here. Yeah, thought yeah. maybe a bit of support was being built. It wasn't. It was a great time to get involved in a short. Exactly. You know, selling the rallies, selling the rallies, yeah, <laughs> sell the rally, sell the rally. <laughs> That's the wee part in my shoulder yeah. for the last three months. Sell the rally. <laughs> so, I think it is as easy as that. Mm. Obviously, you have to be your fundamentals behind it, but mate, at the end of the day, trading is as complicated as you make it out to. You know, there was one point where 
my chart looked scary. Yeah. You know, when I first started training, it was scary. Like the amount of indicators I had on there, the lines, like everything. Yeah. Now it's just basic, you know, basic patterns on there, my supply and demands and baby, you know, a lot of the time I'm looking left yeah. before I'm entering a trade to see what happened before around these levels. As I said, that's your cheat sheet all yeah. there and just keeping it simple. Yeah. There, you know? there is actually a couple of people are disgusted at how my charts look. Why are they frightening? Yeah. Very really? frightening. Yeah. I just go Yahoo Finance to look up a chart or Oh anything. right, like, right. I do not care. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just because I work all fundamentals. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't care. I I do have a few lines drawn on just to keep me seeing because I do need to remember that's why we're here. That's that's where we're gonna short it. But mm. I don't have like I used to see these guys on YouTube and they had like two fibs on and fifteen moving averages and their MACDs on and their Fuck, I don't even can't remember the rest of the shit. Yeah. They had all this together. And then they were saying that this is why I'm short. And like, no, you've just enough indicators on there to convince yourself that's why you're going short or long. Yeah. You know? So I think she said keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep that chart. Yeah. Like I always yeah. say, from time to time, conduct chart hygiene. You know, yeah. clean up your chart, refresh because it, it when you've got too much going on in your chart as well, it can clog, clog up your thinking. There's yeah. times when I've when it, say I've revisited an asset that I'm looking to trade that I haven't analysed for a while and then I go on that chart and I've got lines everywhere. It's like, oh my God, no, no, no. Yeah. Delete everything, start fresh. And then you've got a fresh vision with it. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, if it's too much noise, it just pollutes, it's pollution. Yeah. How are you supposed to drive through through all that? Exactly. You, know? you need a nice, clean, clean vision yeah. and, tra and trade. And if you have two fibs on here and all these support resistant lines mm. and moving averages, you'll just go on and say, yeah, short, <laughs> yeah, long. <laughs> Because the, yeah. there it's at the 38.2 fib, or yeah. there it's at the 50, there it's at the 6 moving average, or the 20 moving average. You're always going to have an excuse to take a trade. That's 100%. a big one. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Whereas if you only have a couple of lines drawn on like you do, you're not going to have an excuse. No. You know? So. 100%. That's. All right, mate. Well, I think that, that could wrap it up. Just short and sweet. Yeah. Little, um, yeah, the importance of higher time frames. Roy, it's a pleasure, mate. Nice one, Ken. Catch Thanks. you in a bit. See you in a bit.